gorgeous. Welcome back to the Give Them Lala podcast. Wow. Mondays. Can I tell you what my most favorite day of the week is actually though? Tell us. It's a Thursday. I think of Thursdays as like Christmas Eve. Yeah, it's Friday Eve. Wednesday is like the day before Christmas Eve. Yeah. So I also don't mind a hump day, but like <laughs> Thursdays are the sweet spot, right? So much to look forward to still. I want to live in a Thursday. Do you think your Thursdays are better when you're not filming and you can go to Palm Springs on a Friday? I've learned as I adult more that I just want to live in the weekend forever or close to it. Yeah. Like when I was living in Utah, I actually hated, hated the weekends because it was just a reminder that the weekends were the same as the weekdays. <laughs> it's like nothing to do. Me just like trying to figure out life and like wanting to be a somebody. But like, how do you become a somebody in Utah? You know? Well, you did it. You move here. Because like when you're face chugging vodka. Sure. And then you get like an incoming audition for like a Disney Channel movie. It just like kind of doesn't hit. <laughs> What about love in the outfield? Shut up. <laughs> I think they changed the name of that movie. Was it Love in the Outfield? I, One of my first movies that I ever did. <gasps> what did they, what would they change it to? So everybody can go and look. I think yeah. it was Pitching Love and Catching Faith. Stop. Was yep. it a Christian movie? It was Obviously. more of a Mormon, Mormon movie, actually. But I was not a Mormon I like the, the other But I think better. I ended up converting. I can't remember. I <gasps> think I was drunk on set. <laughs> I just remember you were gone for 15 hours a day. It was very, very long, but I am proud of every single project that I have been a part of because it got me where I am today. Hey, hey. Amen. Humbled. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Far from. Oh, really? No, no, no. Easton. Okay. So, you guys, welcome back to the Give Them Podcast. Give, give, give Them Mala Podcast, like I said. Um, Reminder that we are on YouTube, so you're listening to audio on a Wednesday, and then we're going to catch you for visuals <laughs> on Fridays at 9 a.m. Pacific time Woo! with all these gorgeous faces. The amount of times I've worn this sweatshirt <laughs> is like it's Doris Burke. You can't wear it enough. It's Doris Burke. That's exactly yeah. what I said. Yeah. You Do you even know day. who this is, Jessica? Sure. Do not. Don't. <laughs> I can tell. By the way, I didn't either until I saw Drake wearing it courtside. And I was like, Easton, who is this, like, amazing woman on Drake's shirt? Because it says, women crush every day. Yeah. No, Doris Burke, she is, she's probably my favorite announcer. Is she? Oh, yeah. she's an announcer. Sports. She's a sports announcer. She'll do sports. NBA games. She does a lot. But she is probably one of my favorites. She's very. She crushes. She's, yeah, she's intelligent. Wow. I'm going to show up next week in that. Hanging with the big boys. Hanging with the big boys. Good for her. So Easton and I got off the elevator the other day, Jessica, and we saw a dog. Okay? And I immediately was like, that is Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> it was corgi. a little tiny corgi. And it just <laughs> embodied <laughs> Jessica Walter energy. And it bopped out. It bopped out. Oh, yeah. So cute. Okay, let me tell you something. There, first off, I've never heard anything more accurate in my life. Kyle and my sister say I'm a corgi through and through. There's just no arguing that. Not only am I a corgi, they say, I'm one of those little, you know, those little, like, think of the smallest car you've ever seen. You know, those little cars, they Smart look like, car. 
Yeah, but they're like the short, round ones on wheels, and they just they zoom all over the place. That's what they think I am. So I'm a corgi, and I'm a smart car. I'm definitely a corgi, and that is makes Can me so happy. Can you picture the corgi driving I, the smart I, car? <laughs> if I saw that with my own eyes, my head would explode because that's just too much me. That would be so Jessica. No, actually, I, I made a conscious effort to not put that in the notes and put it in a separate one because I was like, I don't want her to get offended that we think that she embodies corgi energy. But... There's nothing... No, offended. Okay. I am a corgi through and through. It was absolutely adorable and so happy and it like looked up at me and East and then like trotted its legs onto the elevator. It's almost like a pogo's. Like a pogo stick. (laughs) It did. It was was so so you. No, and it's got the the short little legs, but it's still like the legs don't even affect it because it's just happy to be there. It's just happy to be there. The big head and it just bops around. (laughs) If that isn't me... I don't know what is. I don't either. Easton, if you were a dog, what kind of dog would you be? A purse dog. Oh, a purse dog? Yeah. Okay. What is a purse dog? Like Bella? Yeah. Something fluffy, you know. I yap. I yap, but I Mm. I don't bite. I got to say, I disagree. And I need some, what would you say? I picture you not. German Shepherd. I'll take it. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I picture you as like a golden retriever. I do not. I kind of, yeah, just yeah. That's no, like I chase all things. American. ADD. It doesn't feel. Easy. You think a golden retriever? Maybe like a golden retriever lab black lab mix. Okay. What Where has like, like no attention span? A chihuahua. Oh, you want to be like a dumb dog? I don't want to be. I feel like that's <gasps> what it would be. Golden doodle. Oh, Ooh, you are it. a golden doodle. Adopt, don't shop, please. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yes, if we have I'll to put a, a label doodle. on you, you are a golden doodle. What I'm, are you? I'm more of like a Yorkie, you know? Or a Chihuahua. Like very yappy, petite, but if kind you of annoying her, sometimes. She runs to her own. I'm great. I, I, I think you're a greyhound. A greyhound? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh. Okay. You've got, because greyhounds, Long. they're chic. Long, they're on they're what like, planet am I long? You're long. You're long. Really? You're the longest, one of the longest people to me I've ever seen. Look at our fingers and you're, toes. Nope. <laughs> By the way, that is a real I noticed on YouTube, I was like, why do you have hands the size of Shaquille O'Neal? <laughs> Literally, I could pull a Michael Jordan. I'm great at <laughs> smacking smacking things like baseball. You go from baseball to basketball and back to the baseball, I'm MJ. <laughs> I taught Ocean who Michael Jordan was today, by the way. She's got a lot of his shoes. She better mm-hmm. know who he is. Wow, that's a, today's a big day. That's today huge. is a huge day. I just, I just That is a fun game, though, you guys, to label what kind of dog your friends are. But also, I wanted to finish the greyhound. It's because they also can bite. Like, have, If you've ever seen a, a mean greyhound, they'll snap at you one minute. They're just like walking with their owner and they're... They're chill, and the next minute they're biting your hand off. Oh, nippy! Is it that the yeah. uh, nippy? Doesn't you. um, a Kardashian don't? Yes, of, Kendall. Kendall. I think no, so. Kylie, no, Kylie, Kylie. Kylie. Twelve. She has like twelve miniature greyhounds. Mini greyhounds. They're oh, they're tiny. mini. Well, they no, they're not greyhounds. They look like miniature greyhounds. Oh. Okay. I don't think that's the name of them though. They're really cute, and I love that they all have like people names, like Joe Rose. I do. So I love cute. when people name their. Do- we have one, Bernice. 
Bernice, exactly. Bernice, Robert. Those are the Lisa. Like, those are the funniest (laughs) names for a dog. Give me a dog named Lisa (laughs) now. A corgi named Lisa. (laughs) From the shelter, of course. (laughs) Um, Jess, I wanted to ask you, because at the office today, I was, like, kind of... um, Here's the thing. I don't do well with, like, scripts. And I was, like, looking at a script that I had to memorize. And I was like, this is why I'm in reality TV. Like, I cannot sit here, read this retain the knowledge that's why I didn't do well in school but what I did fixate on is the fact that you have a band-aid on most of your fingers (laughs) what what happened to you I have three band-aids on as you can see um ladies and gentlemen I am in my jujitsu era so I have band-aids on on me fingers I have a few bruises here and there um and I'm feeling good and How, so, but why are but they, what are they cut yeah. up? Like, so what happened? What is I did that? what is called a gi class, which I'm going to be focusing on no gi, but the gi is like the robe with the belt that ties around. That's a gi. And okay. So I did a gi class, which focuses on grips, and you're like gripping the person's collar on the gi. And you really, for me, I was within that specific class. It was all grown men, pretty much. So I have to grip tightly and use my weight to roll and all of that. And I was really gripping their collars, and I didn't realize it was rubbing against my, are these knuckles? Yeah. Well, yeah. I would just, are they the up nu- there? Yeah, knuckles. So it was rubbing against my knuckles. Upper knuckle. Yeah, and it, <laughs> upper it, and upper lower knuckle. Knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you're a gangster. So I was really, and they were like, use your weight. And I was, I was legs locked around the man, grabbing this arm like this around his neck. Yeah. And he was just throwing me around. It was great. I love it. <laughs> she does love this too. It makes me really happy for her too, because she gets so afraid of like everything that comes near her that at least when she finishes and gets to the level of jujitsu that she wants, she knows she can kick anyone's ass. I and do you're too. Prepared. I think that's why I love it. I get so afraid if there's like Lala knows I'm like walking in a parking lot. If, if there's anyone like 50 feet behind us, I'm like watching them and I'm head on a swivel at all times. She's like, I sat in the car for like an hour last <laughs> night because someone was near the door and I'm like, what an hour. Mm-hmm. I get scared. And I think that's why I love it so much because I feel, look, I I'm I'm I know reality. I'm not gonna probably beat someone up, but it gives me a little more confidence to be like, if I were attacked, I might stand a chance. And that's good to know. That is good to know. You're gonna go through life after your You're where a you feisty be. little corgi, yeah. Jess. <laughs> you're, probably, you're gonna be like, I did not need to know any of this. I, I could have just gone out. <laughs> um I know. Today, I, I'm very interested in your knuckle story, but now I'm over it. <laughs> so I want to do an AMA because we asked our friends on IG, mm-hmm. on the Give Them Lala pod IG page for the AMA. But there's also a couple things that I was reading that I was like, my mind was blown. So I read that allegedly... Nepo babies who are, they're buying $3 million LA starter homes and it's like eating up the LA real estate market, which like for someone like me is kind of freaking out because I don't need these little 22 year old fucks to be like, just like a cute little four milli. What? Get away. Get away. And they'll buy them too. They'll buy them right out from under you. Well, yeah. When you're rolling in and you're like, I'm Cindy Crawford's Son, yeah, they're gonna be like, okay, well, you're pretty high on the list for me to like get you to. Yes, exactly. They were. It says Presley Gerber, 
the 22-year-old son of Cindy Crawford, purchased a $3.4 million mid-century home in Beverly Hills. Don Henley purchased his 20-something-year-old son, Will, an eco-friendly, open-concept starter home in Mar Vista for $4.3 million. Starter home. Am I living in reality? Is this a joke? On no, Anywhere else, not. I just don't see... Maybe New York or, like, San Francisco. But, like, anywhere else in the world, I can't imagine. Well, maybe not in the world. In the United States, being like, I'm just going to, like, pop in, look at this little piece of real estate for my 21-year-old. You know, he just graduated college, and it's a really big deal. I think he deserves the $4.3 million home. A what? <laughs> I know. I mean, that's, you say, or am I living in reality? Yes, you are. That doesn't, that's. I don't know. It's their reality. Sure. Everything's everything's relative. It, that's their reality. It's they're, like the 1%. Their parents have, what, a $60 million home? So, yeah, a starter home would be their 4 point whatever million. Them getting that is like us getting a condo. Yeah. That's actually very true. And last week's episode of Roni, I actually loved the conversation um, at the table about sending their kids to boarding school or private schools. And they were talking about how, you know, people in New York that are in private schools, I think it was Jenna. She was like, I was worried to send my son to a private school because those people are like sending their kids on private jets to like vacation in Greece Mm -hmm. for, you know, summer break. And she was like, I just didn't really feel like I wanted to expose my son to that because it's not real life. And it's just it gives you like a skewed perception of money. And I thought that that was so interesting. And I like to think that I'm pretty aware of things, but that didn't even cross my mind. I don't, there's obviously a tremendous amount of wealth in Los Angeles. I do think it's a different type of money than New York. Those motherfuckers have wealth, right? A lot of posers in LA. But I didn't even think like, oh, my kid could be going to school with jet setters and you know, rolling up in their brand new Ferrari. Yeah. And then it's it's like comparison unless you, I mean, it depends on what type of person you are. But yeah, it's like you can't help as a kid but compare. That's, it's like, oh yeah, my, my Gina got a Ferrari for her 16th birthday. What Where's mine? I get it's a like, job. <laughs> yeah, right. I think OnlyFans is calling bitch. Speaking of. Just kidding. I might need Just that. kidding. Everyone calm down. <laughs> Everyone calm I need some down. only money. I need some OnlyFans money. <laughs> Don't we all? Jordan, by the way, though, OnlyFans is used for a lot of different things. But if I'm, like, showing all the goods, you couldn't pay me enough. Mm. You know? Yeah. Start the bidding. He you really like, couldn't. I'll show it all. I'll show it all for a couple yeah, bucks. Yeah, right. He's such a talker. I by know. the way, can you see? Uh, just in that moment, we just became for real siblings. Yeah. Big talkers. Yeah, right. <laughs> Easton, you would never in your two-bedroom, two-bath apartment swing a dick for OnlyFans. <laughs> good one. I know. I shut both doors when I poop. And then when you're finished, you're going out to play the switch like it didn't happen. <laughs> you're a damn lie. I no, taking me, asshole pictures and then going out to play the switch. That's hilarious. It's paying for the games. Mm-hmm. It's going to be paying for a lot. It's paying for your private jet to Greece. You could hang with the New York uh, boarding school kids. I just got to show a little fans. booty hole. Hey. I don't know what they hole. show. They show it all. I mean, actually, I don't either. But uh, they probably show it all. If you're a man on OnlyFans, there's only so much you can show that gets that gets the people going. Oh, I think you have to, like, have sex. 
I don't, you don't know have if you, to. No, I think it's just photos. But Tyga, I did know this. He was one of the top paid in on like OnlyFans, and he was making like. Was he having sex with women? I don't know. I don't. Have I heard that he was allegedly. Allegedly, I cannot confirm. Okay. But I heard. I read it, and he should be top paid if he's having intercourse. Sex. Okay. For people to view. That you know who I, I think should be top paid in that scenario? The freaking women. Because how much are they making off no, that No, they make, video? I mean, depending oh, on who he is <laughs> oh, paying to All sleep right, with him on then. it. But the top paid OnlyFans person last year, I want to say, was Black China. Yeah. Uh, I'm living for Black China right now. Is she in her, like, isn't she in her, like, um... She has found God and oh, Jesus yes, yes, and yes. all the things. She's tried to remove most of her butt implants. Do you guys want to know how much she's made? How much? Black China reportedly has made $240 million on OnlyFans. I don't know that I believe that. That's so much money. People just throw numbers out right now. Well, who knows These days it's they taxed, just, but... It's what? I mean, I don't know if it's taxed, but... It doesn't uh, matter. Even then, if they take half, you're still yeah. in the hundreds, and then you break off a percentage to the lawyer, the freaking agent... That's, who that's knows, wild. It's a shit ton of money. Yeah, it, uh, whatever it is, I buy me a video game. But Black China. You're yeah. so simple and I love that. <laughs> I know, right? Have you done your Mother's Day shopping yet? Friendly reminder, use Rakuten. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while you shop. And this week, May 6th through May 13th, Rakuten is having their biggest cashback event of the entire year. You get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores. I'm talking Adidas, Splendid, Ray-Ban, Elf Cosmetics, Dermastore, Lego, Stanley, and even Dyson. New Dyson vacuum for me and the new house. Yes, I am treating myself and enjoying some serious cash back. I love seeing those Rakuten cash back deposits in my PayPal account. Rakuten will also send you a check if you don't have PayPal. So join the 15 million members, including me, who are already saving with Rakuten. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of the 15% cashback. You will not see higher cashback rates than these. So go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. So I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press-On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do. Both require zero glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part, zero mess. One step and you're done. The lash style options are endless, and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from. Impress, no-glue manis, and press-on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes. The press-on falsies have a unique under-lash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours. The Impress Manis have a patented super hold adhesive for up to seven days secure hold. And that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Manis and Impress No Glue Press on Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now. So get yours today at impressbeauty.com slash Lala. 
and use code LALA at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash LALA and use code LALA at checkout for 25% off. I wanted to talk about this very quickly. I saw this. So it says it's called The Woman on the Line. It was an article and I wish that it would have... Who knows? I've never heard of this publication, Slate.com. But every day the calls come, she can tell quickly who might die. Okay? So naturally, I click on this. In my feed, you know, how Lisa gets all of her news. So this woman basically has, I don't think they pay her. She does it this for free. Gives out cards, people who are using. It's basically never use alone. So like drug addicts. And when they're ready to use, they call this number. She walks them through a process first. There's no judgment, she says. There's one woman who the article is about. She's a heroin addict. She had been in and out of rehab for a very long time. She left rehab to get something at the store. And because it was during COVID, someone saw her at the store and they wouldn't allow her back into the rehab facility. So... Her first stop was to the block where her dealer is. She calls this phone number and the woman walks each person through a step-by-step protocol, okay? Are your dogs locked somewhere safe? Is your front door unlocked in case you overdose on the phone and I have to call a medic? Is there a can of, is it Narcan? Yeah. Leave that on the coffee table so it's easy to get to when the medic arrives. Like literally... She gets them in position. Give me your address and the easiest way to find you. Step-by-step directions. And at first I'm reading this and I'm like, this is so freaking weird, right? Like, why are we enabling this? But then towards the end, I was like, oh, this woman is like using reverse psychology. Like walking them through. If you are to drop dead during this, this yep. your pets are going to be left alone and I need to know that they're going to be safe. And they're not going to, you know, prevent an EMT from entering your home. It was actually kind of genius. Mm -hmm. Because I think if you were in your right frame of mind, and again, I've only been into alcohol. I can imagine that just the people that I've been in rooms with who have been heavy drug users. If you're not on something, yes, the fiend in you is always existing, right? But if you're sitting there on the phone with someone and they're like, talking to you about worst case when you die this is how we're gonna revive you you might think twice and go you know what i don't really want to prepare my apartment for like when i broke yeah Yeah. and she's saying the really realistic things and 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 something else on that is if she goes through the step-by-step and i'm sure this is why she does it and they still want to use after they were going to use anyway, and now they have someone on the phone for the second they become unresponsive, she's calling She's help. calling, yes. And she's with them through the entire process. Wow. And she said, obviously, I've had to call the medics a lot, right? Of course. Because for the most part, and she said, and I know, like this girl that the article was about, she said, I knew that this girl, and I told her, you haven't used in a while. Your tolerance is going to be non-existent. So you will most likely overdose and I will have to call somebody. You know that, right? And she was like, yes, I understand. And she's like, okay. And she said that she bases it off of how they're speaking, right? She's like, at first, it's like block lettering. Then we go into like cursive. 
She goes, when we start getting into, what is it, hieroglyphics? Hieroglyphics, She yeah. goes, that's when I call any, that's when I call the paramedics. Wow. Crazy, So right? this woman used on the phone with her that the article was about? Yes. The woman, um, let's just call, because I don't, yeah. I don't want to get the names mixed up. The woman, we'll just call her Jan. Jan is the woman on the phone, right? right. Who people call. Right. We'll call the other one Kim. She was the one who was open and honest with this publication to tell her story. And the reason why Jan got into this was because she has a daughter who met a guy and basically told her, this is going to make you feel better than your mother's warmest hug. And she got addicted to drugs and she fell off the map and she would try to find her and drive all over as you would as a mother trying to find and locate your kid. Sorry, this took like a weird, this podcast, I really love it because it gives me all the notes that I need. It's like a Celine Dion song, right? <laughs> oh my God, yes. Um, and so that's how she got into it. Crazy, right? Wow, that's incredible. That's really, really incredible of her. And I'm sure she's just, I wonder if she has a team now because you one person, you can only take so many calls. I'm straight sure up she's Rolodex. Flooded. No, straight up Rolodex on handwritten cards. So when they first call, she asks them for their name. She goes immediately to her Rolodex, finds the card. Because obviously if they're return, she goes through, like, is this still your address? Is this still, you know, your drug of choice? Is blah, 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 blah. Do you still have every single thing she needs to know about the person is on that card. Wow. She's, I mean, she's living for other people. Yeah. That's all that her. is. That's amazing. Even I know. help one. She's saving lives. I know. Wow. I mean, it's a very, very long article, and it's actually very well written. And if you haven't heard about it or read it, like I would. Yeah. It was just very interesting. Anyway, that being said, um, have you guys heard of Bad Girls Club? Yes. Bad Girls Club, the TV show. Yes. Yes. Mr. Bubs is obsessed. Okay, I used to watch it back in the day, like first season, right? And there was this girl. Her name's Morgan, right? Can't remember her last name. And I'm reading this (laughs) headline. And it says, woman screams and curses getting kicked off plane, tells passengers she's Instagram famous. (laughs) So naturally, I click on the link and she's losing her freaking mind, screaming like, fuck you, bitch. Like, like, how are you acting this way on an aircraft? Because she's still on that bad girl's vibe, baby. Bad girl's flight, baby. She was like, did you call me a bitch? Didn't she say, I'm Instagram famous, you bum? I'm Instagram famous, you bum. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Honestly, get that on a sweatshirt now. I'm Instagram famous. I'm Instagram you bum. famous. You bum. And I was like, "Girl, you're you were on Bad Girls Club." <laughs> That's what I would have said. I know that whole. That's like way. your claim to fame. Yeah, Instagram famous, and still to this day, you still are labeled as just the woman. Don't <laughs> even get a name in the article. You're just woman on a plane. How depressing. <laughs> That's actually hilarious. That is. Hilarious. You were at the very beginning, sort of, she of reality made... TV, and you're still just woman on a plane. <laughs> and you would have said Bad Girls Club. People would have been like, oh, this oh. fits. All right. And she could have made a whole new You're path. like, you guys, it's fine. It's her career. <laughs> All right. It would have made sense. She thinks that we're filming content right now, guys. <laughs> the Put the phones on. down to let her know this is real life. 
Yes, no, that's if she said I'm on Bad Girls Club, you bum. People would have been like, Oh, oh yeah, go wild. off, go yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people would have been calling the other people bitches. We would have yeah. had a plane fight. Yeah, plane fight. <laughs> right? Flight fight. Oh my god. Flight fight. Why are people wiling out on aircraft so much? We got the, the anxiety woman is high. Shitting everywhere. Like <laughs> the, everyone on planes have just gone Things, cray cray. Well, yeah. I mean, we're all in a cylinder. I know, but it the feels... The anxiety gets tight. Mm. It feels like every other day there's something happening on an aircraft. And I'm like, could someone make my flight a little bit more interesting? I know. I'm mm. always like thinking something may happen. I'm like, I got the phone out. I'm not getting involved, but I'm ready. Yeah. And we just take off and land. Yeah. Stupid. Stupid. Yeah, I'm trying to have someone lose their mind that the, <laughs> the earbuds suck. We're taking a Delta. flight soon. I'll, I'll give you a little excitement. I'll always complain about something. No, I'm just kidding. I never do that. You're the handler. You can't do shit. No, I don't believe in that. That is my number one ick. It is an ick. Like, just fall back and let us get to and from where we're going. Grow up. Grow up. So, la- two weeks ago, the news broke. Producer John told us that Shannon Bedore had been arrested, right? We didn't know much, okay? We then have been learning about more things, right? Like what happened? She crashed into her neighbor's house. She then parks her car, gets her dog out. By the way, so offended that you're driving drunk, period. And I always, let me say this first. We know all of this now. I was looking at uh, some comments on the podcast page because I live for you guys on the podcast page comment section, okay? You guys are freaking awesome. You're like, there's rarely any trolls. But this person, JJ underscore Ruby with double O, personally, y'all should have condemned Shannon's actions more on this pod. Y'all were way too sympathetic to someone who nearly ran through someone's house and then drove away. She had the means to get a, get a number of drivers to get home and to listen to y'all feel sorry for her. That's weird. Let me be very, very clear. Two things happening at once. I, again, cannot diagnose someone else with alcoholism, right? She has to do that on her own. From my own personal experience, if I'm drawing parallels, it seems to me the drinking is a problem. Do I feel badly for her about that? Absolutely. Anytime I see someone who I believe is struggling with an addiction problem or maybe overdoing something where they need to pull back, my heart feels for them. I have always said that when someone decides to get in a car and drive under the influence, I have no fucking tolerance, okay? You want to make stupid fucking decisions? Go for it. But people, I love her on the road. I'm on the road with my baby. People who are out just living their best life, doing what they're supposed to be doing. You're now putting them in danger, and now I'm freaking pissed off. I am not okay with what she decided to do. There are a million and one ways to get home, whether it's calling a car service or here's a fucking bright idea. Use the Uber app. It is unacceptable for anybody to be drinking and driving, especially in this day and age, okay? Mm -hmm. Then for John, who apparently she left his home, for him to allow her to drive, you're a fucking piece of shit too. So that's how I really feel. 
Well, yeah. we only knew. Ab- I mean, we filmed and only knew it was, it was minutes three hours or, before. Yeah, yeah we, it was at seven a.m. and we filmed our podcast at what nine in the morning that one. So Absolutely. we had no yeah. idea what she did. And let me tell you this: whenever I hear that someone has been drinking and then driving, uh, guess what? Your drinking's a fucking problem, and you need to look into it. Animal Control is investigating that DUI crash as well. With yeah, you should. put the freaking yeah. dog no, in the I'm, car. I'm very, no, yeah. very happy about it. She, it's, it's Swerving all over the road with the freaking Archie in the being. car. You run into a fucking house. That's hard. Get it together. Well, you have that. three daughters. What if they were outside? What, what if people were on a walk? There are... Just get a fucking car, everybody. It's pretty simple. It's very, very simple to not have this happen. Yep. So, yes... Those are my true feelings. Again, when we spoke about it after it first happened, I was only directing this to what I had seen. I never condone it, but I was sticking to what we said we were going to talk about that day, which I had already had on, you know, our podcast list. Let's talk about, you know, she's continuing to drink. This happened. I feel bad. Clearly something's going on. The position or place she's been, she put herself. That's the only place I feel bad for her. When it comes to her actions, I'm, we're all irritated. You know, I, that's where the sorry, like, I feel bad for her. Not about what, I'm, I hate that she, the DUI, but she is a good person in my opinion. And she, she's better than this. That's where yeah. I'm sorry for her. She's a good she's person, you this. feel, who made a bad choice. Yes, yeah. she's just better than that. I've been in the room for almost five years now, right? And the rock bottoms that I've heard about in these rooms are devastating and life-altering, not only for some people, but for people who were completely innocent in all things, just wanting to go for a walk, drive their kids to the mall. So I'm not going to get choked up. <laughs> and there was a kid in my high school who was drinking and driving, hit a family, three kids, mom, dad, mom was pregnant, Killed everybody except the dad and one child. Life is never the same. So everybody who drinks, do it fucking responsibly. If you're going to plan to drink, plan the car. And if you don't care about your own life enough to say, I'm not going to drink and drive, care about other people's, I'm begging you. Because like I said, people I love, people that my friends love, people I don't even know who are just chilling are on the road. Try to give a shit. So there's that. I have been very transparent with you guys about my hair struggles between the pregnancy hormones and bleaching it all the time. I have been having some serious hair issues. And now with baby number two on the way, I'm already being proactive about my hair thanks to Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. And I am definitely one of those people. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the root causes of thinning, which are stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism. You can take the Nutrafol hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Because I know we are all different and we're on different hair journeys. Nutrafol makes building a hair growth routine super easy. Purchase online, no prescription required. 
you get free shipping and automatic deliveries so that you never miss a day. And you'll see results in three to six months. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering Give Them Lala listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code LALA. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LALA. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LALA. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Would you like to read an AMA? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sorry, it got me heated. Hey. Okay, on there's so many good ones. Like it makes me so excited. Let me Ooh, this is a good one. What are your icks? Oh my gosh, I have so many. Top do you guys list your top icks cuz that's fun. Top icks, I hate someone who name drops. Um, I can agree with that one. I do not like when someone there's, I have like a huge pet peeve where like if I go to a restaurant and they're wasteful with what they order and they just order like a bunch of shit cause they feel like it. I immediately go to like, if you're not a leftovers person, this is going in the garbage and I'm not down. Right. That's a huge ick. And anyone with like an annoying voice. Uh, if your voice is not, by the way, if I see a hot dude, I look up like any sort of video I can interview. get my hands on interview because if their voice is not slapping for me, they nah. don't get a slap back. Nah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Those hot, are my can be the hottest guy. And if he has just not a great voice, you're you're out. Oh, we're never even like we won't even make a connection at all. Like wow. we got to look at the picture and then we got to listen to the voice. What about yours, Easton? Your ex? I don't know. I usually know when it's happening, you know? Oh, okay. But so you're flexible I, with yeah. your ex. There was a time that Easton was with a girl in the car and they were driving. And Easton, oh, tell the story. Tell Easton, the story. Tell us. Easton, tell so, us. so I was with a girl. We're driving on the freeway. And when you're driving a vehicle and it's windy, you can tell it's windy with the wheel. Yes. So I'm driving and I go, it's really windy outside. Are you on the freeway? We're on the freeway. Okay. We're going like 65 miles an hour, 70 miles an hour. And I go, it's really windy outside because I can feel it pulling. This motherfucker <laughs> rolls down the window, puts her hand out, and goes, ooh, it is windy. And right there, I never As talked you're to driving, her again. Like, As it would be windy no, no regardless, matter what. Regardless. We're going 65, 70. So we got 70 mile an hour winds at us. Of course it's fucking windy. I kind of love her. But yeah, so like oh. I'm driving, but like knowing you're even driving to Palm Springs, it's like swaying. You're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, it's windy. <laughs> it is windy. I was like, yep, you're fucking out. I'm never talking to you again. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> that's the funniest so shit I've ever So those are the heard. things that so Easton gets the ick, ick from. Don't be stupid. 
That's another. That's another ick. If it's, it's common, like sense, common like sense, like you don't need to be book smart because I'm no, definitely I'm not. not. I didn't do well in school, but I've noticed people who are like book smart or have no common sense, and it, that annoys the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be. I'd rather be street smart than book smart. Yes. You got it, yeah. 100%. Get that common sense. It's just like with the resume, you put your education, but you don't have a job. You've never had a job in your life. I'm going to think twice, maybe. Great. You went to a great college. And then what? Well, where's the experience, honey? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I guess that's my, just don't roll down the window and say it's windy. That's one ick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't have a lot. You, I mean, that's good though. You're open and lots of people. Do you have any physical icks? Oh, I think nose hair. Yeah, no, nose I got phys- yeah, no, yeah, yeah, like back hair and stuff. I've I've seen girls with like some back hair. I want like, to vomit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm back. I got mole hair. I'm back here every other day. Just <laughs> gotta keep it clean. Same with you. I can deal with that. Okay, you can't see back there. Mm-hmm. I I could be covered in hair. <laughs> I'm not. But like, how are you supposed to know what's going on back there? A right. mirror. Right, but like. How how close can you get from the back if you're talking Sometimes about? Sometimes I'm sitting on the counter. Oh, you got them long Ooh, Nicki Minaj hairs. You got Nicki Minaj long horse <laughs> horse tail. I could braid whiskers. them. It's disgusting. <laughs> you just gave all my listeners and viewers the ick. I know. And, and there's so many people in here thirsting over you, Easton. No, Not anymore. No. I got long mole hair. Okay, keep going. Well, do you have physical icks? Because that was a good question for Easton, but I want to know for you. Only things that like you can fix. Yeah, like, like I like shaved arms, legs. I the like arm let limit, me like... shave in between here. Right. I don't really want those connecting. Nose hair, I'm not a huge fan of. Okay. I don't like hair. I don't like hair either. If you could shave your whole body <laughs> except for do you a like nice that on a man. Rough, yeah. So like you don't like chest hair on a man, or do you? It depends on the man. Mm. It depends on the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nothing thick though. Yeah. Nothing thick. All right. Next question. Did you quit vaping? If so, how is it going slash how did it go? Um, it did not go well, but I will say Easton and I have put like stipulations on the vaping. So it is better. It's not a constant like hand to mouth all day, every day. Um, but it's still around. It it's is still, still around. Yeah. So I really usually I hit hers and then my roommates. But I was in Salt Lake and I had a like a twelve hour drive home. Yeah. So I caved and bought a vape for the drive. You did. Well But how long do most people I don't even know that people vape. How long do vapes last them? Oh yeah, that's like, a good question. Me, some people yeah, rip like, some through people them in a like, day. Yeah, like Oh, they, my vape my will vape last, last me like two, two three, weeks, two yeah. and a half weeks. Okay. So I don't really hit it that often. I still know that that's there was a point say. in time though that I was a one a weeker. Oh, you were. One vape a week? I think that's pretty standard. Remember when you were on the cruise and you didn't have a vape? That was my worst nightmare. Easton, I was two months sober. I I literally had nothing. And we're on a freaking cruise ship (laughs) that wasn't even nice, by the way. And I was tweaking out. But she she turned down cigarettes. Good, as you should. Yeah. Yeah, no. I can't get down with that. Right? Come on. I'm only down to hurt my own self. I don't want to hurt others, others around with me. With the second hand. Correct. Thank you. You're wow. welcome. Thank you. <laughs> um, 
lots of asking about my wedding plans. So I'm just going to answer right here right now. That's going to be a bit, you guys. So it's just, we're taking our time. I mean, it took us seven years to get engaged. Just enjoy it. Yeah, we're just enjoying the engagement. Um, I just got done with my sister's wedding, which was lovely, but it was a lot of planning. And so we're going to take a beat. And who knows, maybe we'll surprise everyone and go just me and him and get eloped somewhere. We don't know. You so, do whatever ooh. you want. Okay. Thank you. So does that mean no big wedding? Like do well, one may- of you. No, like maybe we'll do a big wedding. I see it. If we're putting a timeline on it in our head, it's like two years out. So I'm just. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. My sister's was almost two years out and it felt like it went like that. Life does that. Yeah. How long, how long were mom and dead engaged? And they, they just were had an together anniversary, for right? Se- yes. My parents just celebrated what would have been their uh, 43rd. Wow. Yes. Damn. Wow. They were married, but th- that was 43 years, I think, all together or something I like want to say because weren't they engaged for seven years? No. They were together for seven, engaged for a year. Okay. But we were in Palm off. Springs, and I said to my mom— you know, congratulations. This is amazing. And I said like 43 years and she goes, yeah, too bad we didn't make it. And I go, it's not that you didn't make it. He died. (laughs) (laughs) You would have made it, but like he died. Yes. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Too bad we didn't. Oh, please. I love my mom (laughs) so much. I love her. This is coming from the person who comes out to me in Easton, comes out of the room and she goes, Lauren, Easton, their dog died. I mean, their mom. (laughs) A big difference. Big difference between the dog and the mother, mom. Dead serious. It was almost like she was more sad about the dog. Uh, Yeah, she was. (laughs) I mean, the mom. mom. Surely. No, my mom is freaking epic. There needs to be a camera on her full time. 24-7, by the way, we're working that out. She, we were in D.C., and someone had asked what I was wearing and I could overhear her. And she's like, Lauren's wearing a skirt and then she's got this bustier. <laughs> and I look at her and I was like, what did you call it? And she goes, a bustier. And I was like, you're calling it a bustier. You got a big old pepper in your tooth. I need you to pull your shit together, bitch. This is DC. <laughs> Fun Lisa stories. Keep going. Okay. Next would be, this might be deep. So tell me if you want me to do it. It's, um... One of the best moments of your life and one of the worst. Oh. I feel like I know yours. Which For is, the best? Well, well the best I the best like the moment. Best and, and I feel like I know the worst. Yeah. Well, let's hear it from you guys. <laughs> All right. What do you think? I the, mean, I was going to guess best is ocean, ocean and, and worst is your father dying. Yeah, dad. Well, those are really good ones. And <laughs> spot on. <laughs> yeah. The best right. day of my life besides, yes, ocean obviously being born. And I remember looking at Lily. Lily had put her head, and I was I was big. I was ready to pop. So Ocean was formed, right? And Lily put her head on the bath ledge, and I was in the tub. And I remember looking at her and saying, I don't want you to worry, Lily, because I will never love anything or anyone more than I love you. Like, don't you fucking worry, bitch. Her. And then Ocean popped up, and I was like, Lily, move. <laughs> She lied to it. However, now, and Lily wouldn't look at me for a while. She was, she felt so betrayed by me when Ocean came home. She would not leave my side. She would stay with me. But she was letting me know, like, I we're not like this anymore, girl. 
we used to be, but you did me dirty on this one. <laughs> so finally, she warms up to the baby, and mm-hmm. Ocean's now two and a half, killing it. She's so funny, so sweet, loves animals. But sometimes she messes with my dog, you know? She's, again, two and a half, and she'll do things, and I see her out of the corner of my eye, like, kick my dog. And by the way, no one get upset. I would never actually do this to my child. I'm just, you know me, I'm, I talk a lot. But I look at her, and I go, did you just kick my dog? And she'll be like, I promise I would never hurt her. <laughs> and I'm like, you don't promise that because you just kicked my dog. I go, you want to know something? You want to know something, Ocean? Lily was mommy's first baby. I have had her for 12 years. You kick my dog, kickers get kicked. <laughs> kickers get kicked. Hey, okay? So I was raised. Same. Same. Never would get, I ever get kick hit my, back. Never Same. would I kick my child, obviously. Well, we right? Know. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. But I'm like, you don't mess with my big body here. My, <laughs> my furry Lily, big she's body. She's so angel. She's just no, an she's angel. No, she's an angel. Don't ever question it she's an angel if jesus had a dog it would be lily a hundred percent yeah lily's like the crop well can i tell you last night i sobbed in my bed because she's getting older and i got really funny about time last night and it's probably because i'm starting my period but i was a mess sobbing i was thinking like ocean and her sweet voice and how fun she is right now and i'm like it's gonna this point in time is going to be just a memory soon my dog's getting older that point in time is going to be a memory soon and I'm it really messed with me last night and I gotta live in the moment I know but you look back and you're like I feel like I just gave birth to you Ocean how are we two and a half Lily I feel like I just went to the Humane Society saw this like black ball of fur and now you're like Fully gray. Like, I even look at my mom. I can't even talk about it. No. Yeah. I'm like, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. This is freaking weird. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> but that's why we enjoy the times that we have. And we, yeah. every time we're with each other, we just take that time and we indulge all of a, who we are in that. So we, the, when we do remember it, yeah. they're only good. But we need to take the time and nothing else yeah. you know you gotta you gotta be great for what we have right now and you gotta, well yeah you know mm-hmm. i was like begging god like please put me back in the moment because where my head is going like this is not good for me yep at all whoa sorry yeah. right? <laughs> it's this podcast we do it we Get talk you. about it all um on a lighter note someone asked was la always in easton's future and if not how does he like it now love you all Honestly, I don't think... Well, yeah, what is your every, LA story? So, I don't think it was my mother's plan to move here. It was no one's it plan. It was no one's plan. I think Lauren was going to be here. We were going to do our own thing. And then after our life got turned upside down. Right. And Lisa moved out here. Mm-hmm. Um, everything kind of just started trickling in. And then since family was no longer in Utah and it was in LA, I think that's when it was... Like when Lisa was like, I'm... I'm I live LA. in LA. Yeah. That's when you guys kind of put me in a position to make this work. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to talk about moving out here, but like moving away, number one, it's extremely difficult because there's, unless you want to be in entertainment, there's so many other fabulous places to live that don't cost you so much money, right? It's very expensive to live here. I think it's actually 
the second most expensive place to live in the United States. And no one, you know, we weren't planning on my dad passing away at 64. We weren't planning on my life going the direction it did. And so it just like, it just made sense for everyone. Like we're yeah, a it, pot yeah. of orcas. It really, it, there's no, it, there isn't even a story of like a plan about it. It was it just happened. Just happened. Like, yeah. It was kind of like you live here now. So welcome. Yeah. yeah. Hope you like it. They're just like, hey, do you want to move out here? I was like, yeah. But I do love it. But I will say, would I live here if my family wasn't here? Probably not. Oh, interesting. Okay. Probably not. I'm I'm not I loving love, LA right now. Yeah, like, You're like not. it's just no. expensive. I After... do love everything about it. It's just expensive traffic. The whole thing is there's other places that I rather live, mm-hmm. but I do love the energy. But what's keeping me here is just family, for sure. I think it's a little it's getting a little too gnarly for me. I like going to DC and it's so clean and beautiful. Salt Lake, clean and beautiful. Here, it's just like, what is happening to this city? It's just like, it feels like gross. And I'm nervous to like walk when the sun goes down. You know, I'm laying in bed last night and I'm hearing someone screaming at the top of their lungs. And it's just like, I don't like this. Right. Well, all the theft is going on as well. And now I'm seeing like people breaking into just parked cars, broad daylight. They're just like in a car going slow. Dudes hop out, look in the car. If it looks like there's a backpack, they break your window. So it's, it's just like, feeling I don't gross. Wanna... Yeah. yeah. Feeling gross. It's feeling like we all need to find a higher power and like get right with them. Cause like when that day comes, some of y'all will probably go right. to hell. <laughs> if you don't pay for it here, you're going to be paying for it on the other side. And honestly, I would probably want to pay for it here more. Same. A hundred percent. I'm going to end on a, well, and the Q&A or the AMA on a fun one. Kay. If you could have a meal with five housewives, who would you pick and why they can be past housewives too? So sit down and you have a dinner with five housewives. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, do the Trace Amigas count as three? Yes, they have to. Okay, so I would pick the Trace Amigas. Okay. Maybe not Shannon right now. Vicky, I would pick Vicky, Tamra, Bryn. Okay. Um, I would probably pick, Uba seems hella fun too. I'd pick Uba. So that's four. And my last housewife would probably be I don't know, someone from OG, Sonia Morgan. There we go. There's my five. There you go. You don't have to answer this, Easton. I think <laughs> you will. I think you know two housewives. Bryn, and who's the other one that you think is hot? I don't even know. See? <laughs> Once Bryn stepped into the equation, Easton I forgot, forgot everyone else. Let's see. No, I got I got some. I like, I, I like Heather on OC. Yep. Heather's good. I like her. And then on New York. I'm a bad. I need. I like faces. But Bryn. And then I actually. I do like Jessel. Jessel's fun too. Yeah, Jessel the whole kills Rony, it. Yeah, yeah, the whole also, Rony I mean, I like Uba cast them, is but really making me like, happy. Yeah, no, it's, I've I've been enjoying it, and that means something coming from me. Yeah, it means and a lot. So if I yeah, like I looked, I watched it this morning. I was like, yeah. No, Jason rolled in, in today with producer John talking about the freaking Rams game. I said, read the room, read the room. We can talk about that later. Yeah. No, they're amazing. Okay. I want to thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Give Them Lala podcast. I know this one was a little different, but it's because it's Disneyland Day. And hey, Disneyland, I'm still waiting for you to like uh, reimburse me for my magic key pass where every date is a blackout date. And we booked this about three months ago. 
glad we could find a day that wasn't blacked <laughs> out. So I'm taking Ocean to Disneyland. Um, and that's why this is pre-recorded. I hope you enjoyed it. I love you. We'll catch you next week. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did. And they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.